I feel like you are never too old to learn something. I mean, I look at my grandfather and he's been learning how to operate YouTube at the age of like almost 87. So, I mean, if he is always a keen bean to go and learn new things, who am I? Who are you? How many of us actually sit with things right under our nose and we're not even aware of it? Or we've been doing it for so long, we've been taking it for granted. We didn't think it was that big of a deal. But in actual fact, you might be sitting on a whole gold mine. I know, just saying. Your next side hustle, which could become your main hustle, you might have been sitting on it all this time. Hi fam, I'm Joy and welcome to the BizBox Pod. This is where I discuss all things related to finances and our futures. How the way we think ultimately affects our financial decisions and determines how we spend our money. So fam, have you woken up feeling drained, bored out of your mind, feeling like the irritation station just keeps on coming your way whenever you get an alarm to go to work and you know it's going to be another boring day? It's going to be the same thing. I'm not being challenged. I'm looking at the same people. I'm not learning anything new. And then you go on LinkedIn and the people are thriving and living life and doing exciting things. Well, it seems like it. And you're just wondering to yourself, am I stagnant? Am I going nowhere very slowly? Like, what's the deal? In the last five years, certain industries have been all the rage. Anything and everything having to do with tech, sustainability, going green, and even the creator economy. And also the explosion of jobs that in recent years have come with these industries. All of this might have sparked your, I would say, interest in perhaps wanting to make a career move, going to a new industry, or staying within the same industry but a different job or division. If you can remember, in 2020, certain words were all the rage. One being side hustles and pivoting. Everyone was trying to think about how they can change, how they can use what they have. And that is where transferable skill sets comes in. Also, there was a very big dislike and looking down upon, and I'm being very modest right now, about people wanting to stick to the 8 to 5 that they had at the time. A lot of people also lost their jobs, got salary cuts. Some even left the industry that they worked in prior to the pandemic. If anything, for me, when I think back, it definitely exposed the reliance or in some cases, the over-reliance on one set of skills. So what are transferable skills? Well, per the Cambridge definition, transferable skills are skills used in one job or career that can also be used in another. Birdsbox definition, of course, using one skill set, what you've learned, had to unlearn in multiple areas in your life and adjusting it as you go along. Per what I found on the internet, various sources such as Indeed, great place to look for a job by the way, they said that transferable skills actually include problem solving, critical thinking, teamwork, adaptability, attention to detail, and management. You can't learn an old dog new tricks. Yes, I know we've heard it so many times. To be honest, I don't agree with that statement. And the reason is, I feel like you are never too old to learn something. I mean, I look at my grandfather and he's been learning how to operate YouTube at the age of like almost 87. So, I mean, if he is always a keen bean to go and learn new things. Who am I? Who are you? And I'm pretty sure most of us 
on other side of this camera are definitely younger than 87 years old. To be honest, when you learn something, it might be a variation or modification or something completely new. How do you identify transferable skills? Well, before you can identify what is transferable, you first need to look at what do you actually have? What is currently in your skills bag? All of us received gifts and talents. Some of us five, others 50. Point is, everyone received something. 2020 forced all of us, well, most of us, to reflect and really think hard about what it is that we have in our skills bag. When I did that exercise, I actually looked at what are my likes, what are my dislikes, my strengths and my weaknesses. Well, list of improvement. Think about it this way. When you renovate a house, it's kind of a mixed bag between repairs, which is restoring something to its former condition, or improvements, which is a new way of doing things or a new route. Think about the saying, out with the old, in with the new. It's kind of like you upgrading something or a current skill set. You might want to brush it off, you know, and give it like a 2023 makeover. Your strengths are usually linked to that which you really like. You'll spend more of your time and resources trying to perfect and master it. However, on the flip side, here are some of my thoughts when it comes to weaknesses. Something or rather a skill could be seen as a weakness because you've lacked the opportunity to practice and develop that skill. The conditions that you find yourself in are not conducive for you to thrive in that environment. Another thing, just because you choose to not let anyone know that you have a certain skill doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. Their lack of knowledge about you having it doesn't mean that you can't do it. More importantly, that you can't do it well. You just choose not to communicate it. That's all. For example, a lot of people don't really know that I might be able to hold a note and also I might have competed in World Choir Games at a stage twice. That is not necessarily a skill that I might put on my CV depending on the job that it I'm trying to apply for because it just won't be applicable. However, the skill set of me challenging myself to A, wanting to learn various music styles and also sing in languages such as Russian, Japanese, Latin, Zulu, Afrikaans, English, you name it, also speaks to hard work. So in preparation for this episode, I also thought about what are some of the unique skills that people don't really think are worth mentioning. And one of those, as morbid as it sounds, actually a funeral. If you think about it, it's a funeral is an event, just like a baby shower, just like a wedding. You need to coordinate everything. You need to get caterers. You need to organize logistics you need to organize the visual aspect as well whether it is the funeral booklet whether it's a visual tribute a memorial service a lot of administration my word so much budgeting all those things events planning project planning or project management sometimes you don't even know that there are certain skills that are transferable that you have but you're not even aware of it For example, you might be the go-to person who's known for breaking down a very difficult concept into a language that you and your peers will be able to understand. Whether it's at, I don't know, school, varsity, or even at work, being able to break down a difficult concept is not an easy skill and somehow you've learned to master that. That's teaching other people something 
breaking it down into a narrative and a language is a critical skill, especially nowadays. Skill number two, for y'all youngsters who are on social media and know not only how to attract followers and knowing how to cater to a specific audience or market, that is a skill in itself. And then for those hustlers who are able to sell anything and everything, being able to not only sell a product or service, communicate it in a way that irrespective of what it is that you're selling, but because it's you people buy into it and actually give their hard-earned money to you towards a product or service that they might not even need. That is a big skill in itself. I actually just thought about it and then I started realizing how many of us actually sit with things right under our nose and we're not even aware of it. Or we've been doing it for so long, we've been taking it for granted. Or we didn't think it was that big of a deal. But in actual fact, you might be sitting on a whole gold mine. I know, just saying. Your next side hustle, which could become your main hustle, you might have been sitting on it all this time, or all along. I'm going to be honest, what I'm about to say might be very controversial, and some of you might really not like what it is that I'm going to say. Also, teachers, please do not come for me, but if you want, just let it rip in the comment section. I'm going to be honest, when I thought about my mindset when I was at school, it actually enforces you to think in silos. Let me ask you this, how many people actually do stuff aside from academics when they are at school? And then also... How many of them actually continue with those things even after finishing high school? When I was at school, a lot of people, they do dancing, any type of sports, visual art, any type of instruments or orchestra. But then it seems like as soon as we leave school, we also leave all of that behind. So we do all of that to get into a tertiary institution and basically build our resume but then we leave that behind, focus on that one thing, and then very few of us, including myself, actually continue doing all the other stuff in addition to working on our career. Well, you do get those exceptions where people do Ironman, Comrades Marathon, you name it, but that is very few far in between. Why am I saying this? You go into school, you get used to working on different gifts and talents, in addition to working on your academics. But then as soon as you're done with school, you kind of just focus on the one thing. And then what happens is the pandemic, everyone freaks out, they lose a job. And then it's like, who am I aside from the job? I can't do anything else. And then it's almost like you forgot that you were working on all these different things. But then somehow down the line, just because you focus more on the one thing, you forgot that you actually have the ability to be able to apply your mind in a different way or environment. It took me years to relearn or rather rewire my brain and my thinking in terms of I'm actually more than just what it is that I do at that specific point in time. So after doing some research about transferable skill set, but also looking at the core word meaning to transfer, that actually means that you are moving. You're going from one place to another, which is an action word or a verb. Therefore, transfer skill sets that goes from one area in your life to another one. 
it could perhaps be in your family structure, say, I don't know, you the go-to person whenever there's like some type of events and you're helping with the events management or you're just really good at administration, whether it is planning the family holidays, but then transferring that administrative gifts that you have from the family structure to say where you volunteer or to maybe where it is that you work, being the go-to person to organize things for the staff. So how can transferable skills actually help you? Well, if you think about it, as a person, we tend to evolve and grow. And the experiences that we have, the more experiences we have, the more our skill set or our skill bag actually increases. Also, sometimes something that you've been doing for so long can become second nature. When you focused on a main goal, sometimes you actually get an additional skill set. When one decides to make a career change, it's always a good thing to have an updated list of your skill set. The other day, I actually did an exercise myself to just check what is it that I currently have and how did I change over the last two years, especially. One, I can say I actually got accustomed to using Canva, which I didn't even know Canva existed a few years ago, to be honest. But I must say, keeping a list of your skill set and you actually write down everything that you know that you can do and do well and teach someone to do it as well. So perhaps you should think about if you are volunteering somewhere, what do you do on weekends? What are your hobbies? Are there certain things that you might not have thought you'll be able to tie into a new job? Also, on the flip side of things, maybe go and look at jobs that you are interested in on the internet, go look at the job descriptions and try and get out the keywords in terms of what it is that they are looking for. What are the specific skills? And therefore, you can kind of like reverse engineer it to be like, if they are looking for those skills, do I actually have those? And what do I need to do in order to actually get those skills in order to secure the job? Maybe you can also look at what it, if you list out your skills what are some of the jobs where those skills keep on popping up? Sometimes when one decides on making a career change, it's important to reevaluate your past and current skill set, your upbringing, where you went to school, your family structure, where you um, grew up, where you currently stay. All those things help shape your perspective and that unique perspective could come with a very nice price tag especially when opening a new door, new job, you don't know. Why? Because that is a unique experience and therefore a new perspective, which can be the solution to a very unique problem. You kind of get what I mean? Let me know in the comment section if you have actually some tips when it comes to identifying transferable skills. Have you recently landed your dream job? because you made a career move. How was that whole experience? All of us, myself included, <laughs> would like to know. Also, let me know if you actually found this episode useful. Thank you so much for listening and watching to this week's episode. Please remember to hit that subscribe button to ensure that you get notifications of any new episodes. And do follow me on Instagram at BurstBoxPod. Also, remember to rate this episode. And for those who are listening to the audio, let me know if my voice actually sounds scratchy i don't know <laughs> or if it's okay if the audio is loud enough like i said i'm still learning 
learning and learning and growing on how to do this whole podcast thing so if you guys have any tips please let me know you guys are my family yes you are so i'm all ears um, to what it is that you have to say have a joyous week bye